0: This is the podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and with me is.
1: Yo, Sam Joe. Yo, yo. What's up, everybody?
0: So, what are we talking about today, Sam Joe?
1: Today, we're talking about someone, or should I say, something very, very special. Um, I think
0: if you are watching a video, uh, we also have a video aside from a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you can see us dressed up
1: as... Guess, can you guess? This is someone who is a pop culture tour de force, okay? Pop culture phenomenon, the most famous celebrity without a mouth, it's Hello Kitty! Kitty.
0: <laughs> if you are watching the video, we are actually You know, in full on Halo Kitty gear. Um, This is very last minute by Sam Joe, who loves dressing up. Yes. So if you are listening to the podcast, do check out our YouTube video as well.
1: All right. And see how ridiculous we look. So, why are we talking about this? Because, you know, There's been a Hello Kitty craze over the years, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, ever since Hello Kitty broke out into the scene. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. recently in Singapore, something happened that kind of gave us a bit of the jitters because we were hoping that there wouldn't be a repeat of history. You want to tell us what all that's Um, about?
0: So there's a McDonald's launched a limited edition Hello Kitty carrier. So I think you can put like, um, Mm. I think you can put um, a drink and like French fries. I have it here actually. So it's
1: something like that. It's yes. like a little lunchbox situation. Yeah,
0: so you can carry around. It's a little bit of carrier, you know. Um, it launched on November 14th, if I'm not wrong. So, apparently, we are the first country to get it. Mm-hmm. And the queue started at like midnight before it launched at 7am. And this is a bit scary because we'll get into it later. Singapore has a bit of a history with Hello Kitty McDonald's merchandise. Yeah,
1: and driving yes. people crazy, essentially. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, today, we're really just going to go through like a brief history of Hello Kitty. How did all start you know what exactly is she because spoiler alert she's not a cat Um, (gasps) yes and all the crazes through the years and how popular um halo kitty is um the the influence and the legacy of this cartoon character and all this mm, sam is gonna quiz me on some facts about halo kitty later Um, on as well yeah
1: and i see how well jen knows her queen of kawaii halo kitty all right so are you ready are we ready kitty yes okay my fellow kitty (laughs) okay (laughs) We look so ridiculous, by the way. Please watch our video. It's on YouTube. Yes. Okay. So anyway, a brief history of Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. Maybe we we'll start with that. This mm-hmm. has to take us back all the way to, what, 1974? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sanrio, which is a Japanese company, um, they do everything from like stationery, yeah, yeah, yeah. to school supplies. And they have
0: Hello Kitty, you know, My Melody, Little Twin Stars. Those right. are all from Sunryo. Other cartoon characters. Yeah, other cartoon right? characters. Yeah, so
1: very, very famous, iconic characters. You've probably seen like merchandise all around, toys and everything. Uh... Not just in Japan but around the world. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So Hello Kitty actually was introduced because like the founder of the company, um, what's his name? Shintaro Suji. All right, um, he this he found out that when he added kawaii or that's the Japanese word for cute, cute right? Yeah. Cute, adorable, cutesy, yeah. Adorable. Um, when you added kawaii designs to the rubber, rubber sandals That he was selling At the time mm-hmm. Okay He realised that Oh my god Sales just went up Like you know Exponentially mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why He started hiring Cartoonists mm-hmm. Like um, Yuko Shimizu I'm trying not to Screw up their names here. <laughs> is that how you pronounce it?
0: Yes Yuko Shimizu
1: Okay Jen is fluent in Japanese By the way She studied at Waseda And she's single and available Okay But anyway He hired Cartoonists like even. Yuko Shimizu Okay To come up with These kawaii characters And she came mm-hmm. up with Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. Yes. All right. So she she was the one who conceptualized Hello Kitty and and Hello Kitty actually made her debut in 1974 on a coin purse. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the rest as they say is history.
0: In the years since, she has become immensely popular, right? Like, if you Google Mickey Mouse, you get 280 million hits. Mm-hmm. Shawn Mendes, who, by the way, is like totally a hit score with Camilla Cabello right now. Um, okay, <laughs> 231 million. Calm yourself, Calm yourself,
1: Jed. Calm yourself. I'm got... just
0: saying, they're like hot together, you know. Okay, it's we can do another, okay. do another podcast on that. Let's do another podcast on that.
1: But back to Hello Kitty.
0: Then Britney Spears, you get like 126 million. Hello Kitty has... Two hundred and ninety-two million hits, which means that's more than Mickey Mouse. It's more
1: than Mickey Mouse. Hello
0: Kitty has won Disney. It's like <laughs> yeah. Disney is the largest media conglomerate in the world. So, so it really like generates a lot of um annual income for Sanrio. Um, how much is it? I think
1: um, um the figure that I got from Time was an estimated eight billion dollars annually. It's essentially the second highest grossing franchise ever of all time, second only to another Japanese creation, Pokemon.
0: Well, the Japanese people are very great at creating franchises. I have to say they are, and this
1: has a lot to do with how like how they sell how like they you sell know things. Japanese pop They're culture.
0: One of the best like marketing like marketers in the world, I I, I believe. Hmm. So I think um there's also like fans of Hello Kitty who are very unexpected, right?
1: Yeah. So, so to just show how. Popular Hello Kitty is because you know, it was they were created, like I said, you know, sort it's sort of it's,
0: like created for young girls, like, I guess. That's the exactly. idea, yeah. Young
1: girls who, who you expect would be into the whole kawaii culture and aesthetic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But do you know who her biggest fan is? Like, no. Okay, so he's actually a retired Japanese policeman, okay, with over 5,000 items of Hello Kitty memorabilia in his house in his possession yeah and his wife actually gave an interview also like you know to reporters and she's like yeah you know Hello Kitty's his first love and she was like very resigned to it <laughs> and she, she says this in Japanese That's and she hilarious. just shrugs it's really really funny you need to go and watch the video so this just shows the extent of like mm. Hello Kitty's reach like you know it's mm-hmm. not just the the tween teenage girls that, you know, um, that Hello Kitty oh, appeals to. It's not just
0: kids lah. It's not just people who like this sort of kawaii things that you would expect to like this sort of kawaii things. And the thing is, mm. it's not just overseas. Like in Singapore, as we referenced just now, we have a history with McDonald's Hello Kitty products. Some people may be a bit too young to remember this. I was like almost in primary school, I think, when it happened. So... In 2000, that's the year of the millennium, there was a big kerfuffle because McDonald's released like limited edition Hello Kitty sets. Mm. There were like a uh, millennium sets and then it was a wedding sets. So it was Hello Kitty with her boyfriend, Dear Daniel, who looks exactly like her. So it's a bit creepy. Right. So, so it's Hello Kitty with her boyfriend, Dear Daniel. And they are in like traditional wedding outfits. So I remember, I remember the Chinese one. I remember having the Chinese one. I remember having the the ang mo and the one where what, like, western the western you know the white bridal gown and then the um
1: traditional traditional black suit, tuxedo and tux, suit. Right.
0: yeah so i remember those but apparently there were more mm. so and it's so crazy i think samjo you will also remember because yeah. there was like an actual accident that right. happened yeah some even
1: called it some people actually refer to that to to this whole string of incidents mm. right as the McDonald's like Hello Kitty riots. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because, because it was full on riots. It was. Some people were arrested for rioting. Yes. Okay. People got into fist fights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a
0: doctor and a lorry driver. <laughs> it was crazy.
1: In retrospect, it's very funny. But honestly, back then it brought up like Singaporeans were like, oh my god, it just brought out the ugliest side of of, yes. of, of us. Because yes, you know we like queuing. You know we're very kiasu. And but, it was the
0: millennium, so everybody was like, oh my god, year 2000, there's yeah. only once in a thousand years you have to get something for it.
1: Right, and it was the, like January 1st, right? Yeah, it was like, January
0: you know. 1st, it was released January so, 1st, and then like every week they release a new set.
1: Right, okay, and then I think the most like crazy incident was when something like, uh, some people got injured and sent to hospital?
0: Yes, because there was, and I remember this news, I remember seeing it on the news and I was sick, so you can imagine like why I remembered it because it was so insane there was this image I think it was on channel 8 or something of like a glass door smashing through because so many people were pushing on it trying to queue and get the Hello Kitty set so, so that the glass door couldn't stand the weight of all those people pushing against it and it smashed oh my god so people had to go to hospital because they were yeah. injured yeah. and then there were like videos of people who were like they would buy the Hello Kitty right because I think you had to buy like I don't know like, extra value meal or something like happy mm-hmm. meal or something like that it came with an
1: extra value meal yeah extra
0: value meal then uh, you can get one so but you can only buy like four or something like that it was very confusing <sighs> so there were people who would buy the meal the meal, right? the meal right and then throw the meal in front of the cashier
1: oh my god just throw it so away just so wasted so the food it. like yeah, that then
0: just grab the toy itself. <laughs> It was insane, it was crazy, it was oh, yeah. so ugly.
1: Because at that point in time, like what extra value me was like four fifty, right? Or something At like least that, according like to yeah. our research. Okay, it was four fifty. And then it ended up so it was very cheap I was like Okay, four fifty for like two cute, like, you know, collectible dolls, why not? Mm-hmm. And then like it ended up being sold on the black market for like what? Close to a thousand dollars, you know, like nine hundred eighty dollars. Right. The
0: full yeah. is it six? I think they released six. Um, I can't remember. Toys. six I can't sets. Remember. So the full six sets, I think, sold for about $1,000.
1: I still see it in some of my relatives' homes. When you go over for Chinese New Year, then it's like sitting in a dusty corner.
0: Yeah, and it's like dusty. Like, it's not good looking now. But, wow, it had its
1: glory day back in 2000. Okay, so 19 years ago...
0: 19 years ago, when you had the full set, it was a thing to boast about. It so, was a thing to boast about. I'm sure yes. it's worth
1: a lot more now, but hey. Alright, at this point in the podcast, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, you want more of us, you want to show us some love, please head on over to all of our Straits Times podcast channels. Uh, it's yes. on our website. It's on Spotify. Yes, Spotify us.
0: as hashtag pop vouchers. Please do follow our channel and rate and review as well as...
1: Um, um, tell all your friends about yes. us. Oh yeah, we're also on Apple Podcasts.
0: Google Podcasts. Google
1: Podcasts. Uh, we're on YouTube, like we said yes, earlier. Yes, we're on
0: YouTube. So you can mm. go and find us in our Hello Kitty guard. Yeah, you yes. can also
1: not just listen to us, but watch us. Tell all your friends about us. Yes. Thank you so much. And okay. Sam jo
0: really is in a ridiculous red ribbon. So please, <laughs> please watch our YouTube videos. Yes,
1: please okay. don't let our efforts um go to, go to waste. Okay, like the, the extra value meals that were thrown away when people bought the Hello Kitty dolls. Yes. Okay, so back to Hello Kitty. So we're talking about the Hello mm-hmm. Kitty craze. So we heard about the, you know, the craziness that went down in year 2000 in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. and of course, like everyone around the world, is like a lot of people are obsessed about Hello Kitty. Yeah, it rakes yeah. in billions every year. Why is Hello Kitty so popular? What is it about a cat, a cartoon character,
0: mouthless or more
1: mouthless, yes. like you know, um, feline character?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why, why is she so popular? I
0: think there is. So I think there are like theories. You know, Sanrio actually has a theory which I don't necessarily agree with because I I don't think you can you can predict what becomes popular and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I think they were also a bit caught by surprise, right, by how popular Hello Kitty became. Yeah. So I think the Samuel PR said that Hello uh, Kitty doesn't judge because she lets you feel how you feel without forcing you to question why. In part because she has no mouth, la. like, she, she, basically she has no expression. Right? Like, there's no expression. <laughs> so if she said, then okay, and then she said If she's happy, she's angry, you cannot tell. So you can project whatever you want
1: right, right. onto
0: it. And then... um. One of the designers um, of Hello Kitty, I think, also said like, they feel that, uh, women feel that Hello Kitty listens to them, you know. She makes you feel understood.
1: What do you personally think?
0: I said, I personally cannot invest that much emotions into,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: into a cartoon character. <laughs> like, without, you know, a story. Like, I mean, she has a story, but like, I just, you know... Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the narrative is here. Like, I cannot get fully into it. I think she's cute.
1: She's very, very cute. She's yeah. kawaii, but um, but she's not necessarily something that um, mm-hmm. you know I can't live without. I would say. Yes. Yeah. I I feel like I was more into Pokemon growing up.
0: My personal theory is that it's just marketing. Like, it's mm. just really well done marketing, and I think Japan. Um, very early on, realized the power, the soft power aspect of their culture because a lot of people like like Japanese anime, Japanese comics, Japanese food, you know. So I think they very early on figured out that this is something that they can export, and I think they threw their weight behind it and were like, yeah, sure, go ahead, you know. And Sanrio also, um, is very keen to collaborate with a uh, different different companies and different um, like you know McDonald's they had to have Sanrio's approval to do that and uh, to do the toys um, Singapore Airlines has a series of um, Hello Kitty dolls in the four Singapore girl colours like right. the blue the green the red the purple right. is it purple? yeah purple, yeah. so this idea of like marketing is probably is my personal theory on why it's so popular la.
1: right okay and I also think that you know um, the fact that Hello Kitty stems from the kawaii Mm, Aesthetic mm, and mm. culture Like you know A lot of people I mean of course The cultural commentators Sociologists Everything they theorise That oh it's because You know Because Hello Kitty Is so kawaii She kind of like Helps you forget Your problems In this like you know This troubled Modern world That we live in Yeah (laughs) You know especially If you're in an urban setting Like Japan Like you know you Mm -hmm, get mm -hmm. um, It's very stressful Sometimes at work Mm -hmm. All you want is a Little (laughs) cat That you can and also, choke She's not a cat. You know? She's not a cat. She's but not, okay. okay, but you know what I'm trying to say? We'll get to that. So we know that Hello Kitty Is like you know Super popular around the world Super Mm -hmm. kawaii A lot of people love her But they're also the haters Right Mm -hmm. When you have something That people just adore You also have the
0: haters Actual criticism Constructive criticism Right Constructive Mm -hmm. criticism
1: But basically people That just don't get Hello Kitty Mm -hmm. And one of the most Common criticisms Is the fact that Hello Kitty has no mouth A lot of people are Harping on the fact That she has no mouth Mm -hmm. Some people just think It's ridiculous As an aesthetic Or slash it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. It's like how else Is she going to eat right Mm -hmm. (laughs) And a lot of it Comes from like Um Um Feminist thinkers, I guess, um, they're saying, like, you know, what kind of role model is she setting for young girls around the world when, you know, she's supposed to be this feminine thing, like, you know, with a a little bow on her head and everything, but she has no mouth, you know, does it mean that women should be silenced? Mm -hmm. Like women should be seen, not heard? You -hmm, know, So, mm -hmm. so what do you think of that as a woman? I'm like
0: a very, I'm very much a feminist, but I think they're stretching a bit far because I can totally see a situation where this was just. A corporate thing. They mm-hmm. wanted to create something cute, just a cute image. And then she drew something. Uh, Yuko Shimizu drew, drew something. Hey, this looks cute. This looks good. And she put it onto a coin purse. And then it just took off. Like, I don't feel that there was a, a malicious intention of her being like, women should be silent right. as she drew the thing. You know, I, I'm sure it was just something that she drew. Hey, the aesthetic took off. And then they're just going with it. So I I think it's stretching a bit far for me. The criticism that I have and that I think has been reflected is the idea of false scarcity, right? Because scarcity is completely manufactured when it comes to corporations. Sunro is a corporation. They can make more of something if they wanted to. They're not making more of it because they want to check up the price, because they want to make you feel like it's rare, because Mm. they want you to feel like, oh my god, if I don't buy it now, I will never be able to buy it again. And then the price goes up, right?
1: Basically so, appealing to the casuism yeah, in you. La, which appealing is to the casuism,
0: appealing to the FOMO. So right. um, I think with like McDonald's, when they say they're not going to release any more of the carriers, blah, blah. That's also partially um, manufactured scarcity. La. Like McDonald's, Sunrio, these are all places that can mass produce. And clearly this carrier is mass produced. Mm. So they can mass produce it if they want to. Uh, they just don't want to because they want you to feel... They want it to be sold out. They want people to feel like, oh my God, there's only how many of this I have to buy it. And this is something that I see across a lot of corporations. Like for example, Disney, when they release, um, you know, limited edition dolls, when they uh, have movies that, are, that go into the vault. There's a Disney vault. So like they put it into the vault and then you can only see it when it comes out of it. So it's whole idea of like, scarcity when it's not real it's not real scarcity they just don't want to give it to you because because they want you to you know, they yearn you, for, you, it. They yeah, for it. They want right. the thirst. Yeah, they want the thirst. Okay. Um, and Japanese people in particular are very good at this sort of things. If you go to Japan, everywhere you go, there's limited edition of something. Limited Kyoto, limited to Kyoto Station, limited mm. to Osaka. Seasonal stuff, limited in the winter to Osaka, that kind of thing. When you buy into this narrative, when you buy things like that, you have to ask yourself, um, what are you. What are you really buying for Mm. You know
1: Mm. But that's why I think Hello Kitty has become Such a symbol Not just for Like you know Being kawaii and all that But she really is The face of Consumer culture If you ask me Yes
0: exactly You know
1: um, She's
0: The good and bad
1: She's that character That will make you Put down money You know She's that sort That keeps you Coming back for more And I think Mm -hmm. that um, If anything It's like very great um, Marketing on on Sanrio's part Mm -hmm. Um, And it's I mean the fact that She's just everywhere You know I mean there's this um, By the way
0: a TV series of her And she has other characters Related to her
1: Right She has a whole Exactly a whole ecosystem That has yes, been uh, you know, Created around her A whole mm-hmm. clan And um, you you guys should also Check out this website It's called uh, Kittyhell.com Okay I really like it Because it's basically A Hello Kitty website Dedicated to Hello Kitty mm-hmm. But um, so you think that Oh it's a fan site Actually it's not It actually points out The most ridiculous places In which Hello Kitty appears mm-hmm. And I tell you It's crazy okay So not only do you have Like Hello Kitty tattoos You have Hello Kitty Fireworks So uh, fireworks that Appear explode. in the shape
0: Of Hello Kitty and then, Wow and appear in the shape Of Hello Kitty Yes There's some technical Achievement right there
1: It's amazing design And you also have Hello Kitty on someone's tombstone.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, sh- no.
1: That's crazy, <laughs> okay. right? Would you have Hello Kitty on a tombstone? No. <laughs> right, so...
0: I don't think they would age well.
1: So, I think regardless of whether we agree with the marketing tactic, we don't whether we want to buy into it or not, the fact is...
0: It appears it's, everywhere. Yes, it's yeah. been everywhere. And, and it right? has an insane legacy. It really does. Exactly. Like, celebrities, right? They make songs for her. Like I think every mm. live has a... She has a song, right? Hello
1: Kitty. Yeah. Minasako yeah. arigato. I'm not, I'm not very kitty, comfortable kitty, with that. Kitty, I'm okay. so pretty, pretty. Come, come, kitty, kitty. Katy Perry, Perry has a
0: Hello Kitty tattoo on her middle finger, apparently. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> you just then, want
1: me to stop singing, yes. right? And then okay, okay, Lady, Gaga, to that song.
0: Lady Gaga did a fashion
1: shoot. She did a whole fashion shoot, Um, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, in collaboration with um a couple of photographers who were filming their reality TV show. Mm-hmm. But she also used it um for the cover of her... Special edition, um, uh, special edition of her album "The Fame." Mm, mm. Okay, so she basically had Hello Kitty inspired fashion, mm. and she had this. You can go Google like Lady Gaga Hello Kitty. So these are very big names, like you know, at the mm-hmm. top of their game uh, in showbiz, Who associating are themselves. It, like, yeah, basically, yeah. basically yeah. riding mm. on Hello Kitty's already existing fame.
0: And it's not just celebrities, right? So there's she has Hello Kitty bullet trains, Hello Kitty airplanes, Hello Kitty, Kitty theme cafes, theme parks. Uh, fashion, uh, everything. She has her own animated series. You know mm. all the things across all sectors. We see her.
1: Yeah, and sometimes like you see her in the most unexpected places. Mm-hmm. Like how about Frank Ocean, rapper Frank Ocean? Okay, mm-hmm. so okay. he's actually incorporated Hello Kitty into some of his like lyric videos. Um, mm-hmm. He's also performed live with like Hello Kitty as a. You know those when you go for karaoke, mm-hmm. and you see the the little dot popping on top of the um, bouncing on top of the lyrics to yep. tell yep. you yep. where which yep. syllable to sing uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. So he replaced that with a Hello Kitty hit, like a bobbing oh, that's Hello kind Kitty of cute. hit. Yeah. Uh, one of his songs is Nike's, right? And it mm-hmm. actually talks a little bit about, you know, consumer culture. So maybe it's a commentary on that. Perhaps. Yeah. I think
0: she's a good icon for consumer culture yeah. as well. Yeah. So some
1: people like interpret her like, you know, um, and kind of like co opt her. Mm-hmm. And a very famous example also be the Riot Girl feminist mm-hmm. movement in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So you had like, you know, um, feminist punk bands like uh, Bikini Kill and everything. So they actually deliberately wore like Hello Kitty accessories mm-hmm. um, and like they, they actually tied their hair up in pigtails mm-hmm. to kind of like infantilize themselves mm-hmm. to make themselves like to kind of like reclaim girlishness this idea mm-hmm. of girlishness girlishness as like you know being seen as weak by society they're like mm-hmm. taking it back and saying like, well, no we have the power mm-hmm. so what if we want to be kawaii we can be sh- kawaii and strong at the same time
0: so at the end of our podcast Sam Joe wants to quiz me about some Hello Kitty facts
1: yes because I feel like you know since we are all about Hello Kitty today um, there's some interesting things about You know she's such a ubiquitous character mm-hmm. We think we know her Yeah But actually do we really
0: Okay well Why don't you Go ahead yes. Hit me Hit me
1: Alright so now Shocking facts about Hello Kitty That you probably didn't mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. Alright so just now We mentioned that Hello Kitty is not a cat mm. What is Hello Kitty?
0: Okay this I know She's a British girl <gasps>
1: Rare story about Correct. it Correct Okay 2014 Go look it up Alright Hello Kitty is not Japanese they, Where sh- exactly was she born? Um, So to speak London, yeah, half right. Okay, so the creators of obviously she was created in Japan but like you know her character was apparently born in the suburbs of London, which explains why she's a British schoolgirl.
0: Okay, so okay. now
1: you know the more you know. Yes. All right. When is Hello Kitty's birthday? Can you give me a, her exact birthday?
0: No, but I think she's if she was created in 1974, she must be 45 now.
1: Yeah, she's 45 years old. She's older mm-hmm. than you know. You and yes. me. Mm-hmm. Um and most of our listeners, I think.
0: So how I don't know her birthday is. Her birthday,
1: actually this is a birthday month. Oh my god. It's Hello Kitty month. Her birthday is on All Saints Day, first of November.
0: Oh, I did not know that. I now did not you know, know that she has a birthday. Okay.
1: So she's actually a Scorpio. Um a very unlikely Scorpio, but Okay. That's okay. only if you okay. believe in horoscopes. Yes. Okay. How tall is Hello Kitty?
0: One five six. <laughs>
1: Uh, is that your height? No, Stop no, projecting No, 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 no oh, I'm shorter than like that oh, sh- oh, sorry Okay But anyway You'll be glad to know That Hello Kitty is shorter than you She is as tall as Five apples <laughs> <laughs> That's what her creator said
0: But there are so many Different sizes of apples Okay, never mind Let's never assume mind.
1: it's a Japanese Fuji apple Okay, okay, okay Alright, okay, moving okay. on Um Name as many Hello Kitty universe members That you can name
0: Um, Daniel
1: Dear Daniel, yes Her boyfriend, yep
0: Um, is it Mimi? That she has a sister, right? She Mi- has a twin
1: sister called Mimi
0: Uh, Chami, Chami, Her pet cat
1: Her pet, yeah It's yes. very meta Like it's a cat looking like character Who has a pet cat
0: Chami, yes Okay,
1: and then so on and so forth So she has a lot of family members Okay, what is Hello Kitty's original name? So now she's called Hello Kitty?
0: Oh, Rebecca something What? Is it?
1: Wait, I never heard that before.
0: I don't know. Who
1: is Rebecca or something?
0: I don't know. I think Friday came into my mind. So I just
1: <laughs> when It's when not even the time of the week yet. Okay, but wow, Jen, she just went there. Okay, but apparently her Hello Kitty's original name is Kitty White.
0: Oh yeah. Kitty ho
1: white Kitty How do you, white. you say white in j- Japanese?
0: Waito
1: You had a mind fart over there, Jen. Yes. Okay. I, had a bit I think Hello Kitty is just messing with your mind. It's just like we you probably And you get out of this whiskers. You need to get out of the whiskers. The red ball in your head is making you a little titsy, yes. maybe. Okay. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Um send us all your feedback, okay? If you uh, just want to tell us what you think about this episode, what you think about Hello Kitty, what you want to hear about next, um email us at podcast at You can also write to us personally. You can reach me at your Sam jo at sph.com.sg. Uh, you can write to Jen as well.
0: Yep, Jen Lee at SPH.com.sg. You can also find me on my Instagram account, Jen Lee Writes.
1: Wow, Instagram official yeah. now. Look at you. Yeah. All right, so until then, <laughs> she in the whiskers and the little red ribbon looking ridiculous there is Jen Lee.
0: And he in a larger ribbon looking even more ridiculous is Sam Joe. And we were. <gasps> Pop vouchers. vouchers. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times and The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.